the majority of Americans are woefully ill-prepared for a crisis situation. I talk often on my show about the importance of being prepared for any scenario. Sometimes those scenarios come at us quick and furious. And today, I'm living in one of those scenarios here in Delaware, just down the road from Philadelphia, where there has been another chemical spill, this time into the Delaware River. So we're going to talk about what I'm seeing on the ground. Sit back, grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever it is that you're into. You're listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden on the America Out Loud Network. America Emboldened. Greg, I feel emboldened. You don't know the founding fathers. You don't know what they did. You don't know what they sacrificed. We have lost touch with the principles in the Constitution. Nobody's read the Declaration of Independence. You are voting for socialism, and you got what you voted for. Welcome, bold Americans, to another episode of America Emboldened. I'm your host, Greg Bolden, here on the America Out Loud Network. As always, go to www.americaoutloud.com, where you can see plenty of content from very intelligent people that are my colleagues here at the network. Lots of shows to listen to, and you can go on to the live radio, America Out Loud Talk Radio, on all of your favorite phone devices, whether it's an Android, an iPhone, you can download the app for America Out Loud and listen to that live radio. I'm coming to you in the podcast format, which is right there on the America Out Loud podcast channel, as well as if you're listening on iTunes, just type in America Emboldened with Greg Bolden. I'm right there. The network uploads it for me so you can find me nice and easily. Let's get straight into it. In Philadelphia, once again, (laughs) officials have found a way to completely screw the pooch. And I say this because there is a spill of chemicals in the Delaware River on Friday. By Sunday, almost 40 hours later, I'm receiving a alert on my cell phone with stories. And then minutes later, my wife is calling me from Costco saying, uh, Greg, do you know what's going on right now? Because everybody's buying water and Costco saying when this is gone, they don't have any more. And I said, uh, well, I just got this message about uh, this Otter Creek plant uh, that spilled water in the Otter Creek that made its way into Delaware. Now, the first version of the story on Friday was there's nothing to worry about. There was this uh, chemical spill, but it was a non-toxic paint finisher that it was something that people didn't have to really be worried about. And the news called it a latex-based solution that spilled into the Otter Creek from a plant in Bucks County. Now, that plant makes acrylic resins. Uh, that's a uh, Acrylic is something that they use to paint to prevent corrosion on things or to weatherproof your car. So that way, it, it, over time, the paint doesn't just chip away. It, it's able to be washed and not just chip off. So on Friday, this thing happens and they feel that there's like 8,000 to 12,000 gallons of it that has spilled. Now, on Sunday, they start telling everybody, you know what, you may want to drink some bottled water and why don't you go get that now? Because we're not so sure that your water is going to be safe to drink 
in a few more hours by Monday midnight. We're, we're thinking that the aquifers and everything else that we've opened up, it's eventually that water might make it to you. So we just want you to be safe and secure here. Now that would be all fine, well and good if this was really just a non-toxic spill, but it's not. See, the chemicals that were released into the Delaware River included butyl acrylate. Now, if you forgot what butyl acrylate is, I just got done interviewing the people in East Palestine, Ohio, when the Norfolk Southern train derailed and spilled uh, among many of their uh, toxic things was butyl acrylate, which is a flammable liquid that blew up on that train. Uh, when they set it on fire, it made things even more dangerous. It's what was released into the river that's seeing that oil sheen now that when people dig into the riverbed, they're seeing the butyl acrylate. There were two other chemicals that were released in the spill as well, ethyl acrylate and methyl, methacrylate. And both of those are used to manufacture plastics and coatings like latex paint. Now, there's a couple things to, to draw your mind to. I had my friend Average Joe on the show not too long ago. And he made me aware of the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the wiser guide. It's basically what they use in emergency management. So I pulled it out and I said, let's look and find out what uh, butyl line acrylate, what, what it is, you know, what should we be concerned about? And the first part of the hazards is that it's highly flammable. It will easily be ignited by heat sparks and flames. Now, I'm guessing now that it's in the Delaware River, that's not really a problem. So let's go to the health effects. Well, first it says runoff to sewer may create fire or explosion hazard. I don't know enough about that, but we'll get back to that in a few. Health may cause toxic effects if inhaled or absorbed through skin. Inhalation or contact with material may irritate and burn skin and eyes. Fire will produce irritating corrosive and or toxic gases, and vapors may cause dizziness or asphyxiation. Runoff from fire control or dilution water may cause environmental contamination. It then goes on to talk about public safety, what to do, uh, precautionary measures to make sure that this thing does not make it into waterways. Oops. Uh, but it is. It's there, and we don't know right now how much is in the waterways. And then I wanted to find out about this other stuff, like the ethyl uh, methacrylate. Now, this also is highly flammable that can easily be ignited. It also says that this is heavier than air. It will spread across the ground and collect in low or confined areas such as sewers. Uh, it talks about it could cause hazards indoors. They can also polymerize. They want to minimize runoff to the sewer because it can create a fire or an explosion hazard. Containers may explode when heated. Health may cause toxic effects if inhaled or absorbed through skin. Inhalation or contact through mater of material may irritate and burn skin. Fire will produce irritating, corrosive, and or toxic. I'm guessing we're not supposed to drink this stuff. I mean, that's just, you know, it sounds about right. It also says in here, make sure that it doesn't get into the waterways. Once again, Oops. So why is this being sold to the public as? Pay no attention here. This is just a latex-based solution that spilled into the Delaware on Friday. And then on Sunday, an emergency alert goes out to everybody's cell phones 
just after 2 p.m. So Sunday had an initial advisory that instructed residents to drink bottled water after 2 p.m., but this thing went out about 1.15 p.m. So it gave people about 45 minutes. Later Sunday afternoon, officials said that the testing found water from the spill had not made its way into the city system yet, but they were expecting it to by the end of Monday. And therefore, they're telling people to fill your bottles or pitchers with your tap water now to store for future use. Why are they telling people that? Because, well, it sounds like people aren't prepared. Now, that's a common theme here on my show. Talk about what does that actually look like? When you go to a store, like my wife went today, she wasn't going for waters. Well, actually, she was. We always get some bottled water, but... That's not why she was there. She was going just to get some grocery shopping done. She saw this line and she heard people freaking out. She said she heard one person say, our skin could melt when we take a shower. Nope, 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 nope. That's not going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. Doesn't mean this is good for you, but I don't think anyone's skin is melting. Calm the fear pornography, wherever that's coming from. No need for that. But Costco was on it. They were like, all right, you get two cases and that's it. And so my wife went up. She was able to get a little bit of water and she came home with it. When she got home, I immediately was like, all right, let's figure out what our plan looks like. And I oftentimes will think of this. I said, let's see how bad it actually is. We have a Walmart that is probably almost an hour away from Philadelphia. And apparently there were people at this Costco that were driving into Delaware, which is about a 30 minute drive to get things for the Philadelphia region because the Philadelphia region sold out of water within almost an hour. There was no water to be found on any shelves. So people start coming down the Delaware to do so. But I'm like, you know, let's drive like another 30 minutes and see if this Walmart has water. And what I found was bare shelves. You can see my reaction at, on my Twitter page at real Greg Bolden. I was aghast when I saw the shelves, not that it's that I don't realize that that's what happens. I just figured for something that was really affecting Philadelphia and has not affected the Northern part of Delaware yet. I didn't expect people to travel that far or for the, the locals to really do this. Now, the Delaware River brings water all the way down from New York straight through to the Atlantic Ocean. So this whole thing is going to make its way down past my front door. All right. Living in Delaware, only about 30 miles south of Philadelphia, just a matter of time before these chemicals make it there. So what have I learned from this? Well, the first thing that I want to talk about today is I've learned that anytime the government says there's nothing to worry about or downplay something like, oh, it's a latex solution, we should start scratching our heads and go, uh-huh, sure, what's in that latex solution? We should demand answers. So shame on us on Friday for just going, oh, it's a non-toxic latex solution. No, it wasn't non-toxic. And whoever put that out, that is deceptive. That was not proper. Uh, and so the trust in the government to get the facts straight and tell you the truth the first time, I'm a little skeptical. The second thing that everybody can learn from this is when there is a crisis scenario, people always think, oh, I'll go to the store and I'll get what I need. No, you will not. 
you will not have time to get to the store to get what you need. Or if you're there, you're going to be around a bunch of crazy people that are all rabid to get what they need, look after themselves, and you're putting yourself in harm's way. You're putting yourself in a dangerous situation. The best way to prepare for these type of things is to prepare now before it's an emergency. Absolutely. Get the things on hand. So I'm going to tell you some things that I have on hand in order to prepare for a water emergency, as well as some things that I'm looking to have on hand, and then talk about the logistics of those things in the second half of the show. A little bit shorter show right now. I'm recording this one pretty late here, uh, and I need to get to bed uh, at a decent time, so that way I can get the my teaching job. All right, everybody, we'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden on the America Out Loud Network. AmericaOutloud.com. If you can't find it here, you can't find it anywhere. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought, working hard to earn your trust for seven incredible years and counting. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution, Cofix RX. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Did you know that doctors and nurses have been swabbing their noses with povidone iodine to protect from airborne threats like colds, flus, and pandemic-era strains for decades? Cofix RX took that idea and made a more complete nasal formula with lasting cleansing effects. Maybe you're traveling soon or going to an event. Are you concerned somebody nearby might be sick? Maybe the office or classroom stresses you out. Get yourself a bottle of Cofix RX nasal solution. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix Rex nasal solution cleanse. That's cofixrx.com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at cofixrx.com. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day, yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. Welcome, Bold Americans, to the second half of the show. We're talking about preparations. What do you need? Now we're seeing in East Palestine that chemicals are in drinking water, right? And the government says, go ahead, drink the drinking water. Don't worry about the bottled water. Meanwhile, the governor shows up with the whole people. They start drinking tap water, making a big show of it, just like it's Flint, Michigan all over again when Barack Obama visited, right? It's a, it's a, smoke and mirrors dog and pony show i don't like it and now we have philadelphia where they're telling residents that they want to start bottling the tap water now because they cannot ensure its safety 
after midnight on Monday that by Tuesday you might need bottled water. It may not be safe to consume. Who knows whether or not it will be safe to bathe in. That's a whole other conversation. And then will that trickle down to Delaware? How long will that take? Will it be by Wednesday that my own community is impacted by this? Will it dilute enough? Was there a lot or a little? The answers are not really there. But Average Joe gave me some ideas and my listeners some ideas for what they could purchase to be ready for these type of scenarios. And so some of these things I've already done. Uh, I have life straws. If you don't have life straws, I highly recommend it. Uh, It's a way that you could go drink directly out of a creek and not die, not get sick. Uh, It's a way it may not taste great, but it's a way to be able to hydrate yourself in an emergency scenario. You want to make sure you have one of those straws for every member of your family and maybe even some backup straws. I will note right now, they are expensive. They're not the price of a regular straw. But don't let that discourage you because they would save your life should you need it. The second thing that you said, I said, you know, I I always keep multiples of cases in the basement of water and things to make sure that I have it for a rainy day. And he goes, well, I'm not really a big fan of the cases. I, I like to get the huge jugs. And so I ran out and I got this 10 gallon jug that also comes with like a little spout that you can pour. And I ended up filling it up with fresh water. So that way, if I ever need to go on a hurry, I can bring it, but it brought this entire other thought process to me about where are you traveling in an emergency scenario? And the reality is you want to be bunkered down somewhere. You want to be bunkered down somewhere that's safe, that has a shelter, um, that you can drink that water and not have to travel with all of this stuff. Because when you have gallons of water, that means you have weight. When you have weight, you get tired, right? So it's a matter of having all this stuff on hand in the place where you intend to kind of hunker down and spend your time during some type of crisis scenario. So I highly recommend these type of, uh, they sell them in five gallons, seven gallons, and 10 gallons. And uh, they're, they're really cool. You can get them at Walmart for like 22 bucks. So you're not even breaking the bank on these things, but it's a great way to be able to fill up water. The next thing is uh, a rainwater uh, catcher. So there are lots of different types. They've actually used to look pretty hideous. Now they've made some really fashionable type of ones that can blend in with your home. So that way the HOA doesn't get all upset about it, but it's just a great way to be able to collect your water. You could use that for your vegetation, but they also sell these uh, packets that you can use to sterilize your water and turn it into drinking water. And so you can get those packets online as well. That's another thing to have. So when it comes to the drinking water now, we've now stated that we could get a rain catcher, we have a life straw, and then we can fill up these larger bins. Now, if you have a family of four and it's 10 gallons, uh, you know, that is roughly about three days worth of water. That should hopefully get you where you need to be or ride something out long enough to get you into a good situation at that point in time. But the one thing you don't want to rely on is the grocery stores, right? There were crazy people today at Costco. There were people that were like wide-eyed at Walmart that couldn't believe their eyes when they saw the shelves. I believe my eyes. I, I half expected. I just didn't think people were going to react that far away from Delaware. But I'd hate to be in Philadelphia right now. I'd hate to be in Philadelphia, especially if they find out that the water is contaminated. 
That's a problem. That's a major problem. And I don't want any part of that whatsoever. Now, the messages they're saying has sparked panic buying. Well, panic buying is exactly what happens in any type of crisis scenario. People go, well, what am I going to need? And now the department is saying, there's no need to buy water at this time. Just fill up your bottles with your tap water. Okay. (laughs) Do you want to have fresh water in a bottle or do you want to have tap water sitting around that might get contaminated over the next 48 hours? I'll tell you what, I'd rather be part of the panic buying, but I'll, before you even panic buy, I'd rather be the person that already thought about this stuff and has a huge stash in my house that knows exactly what we're seeing. That to me would be much more wise in order to do things. The EPA has been absolutely silent about this right now. Um, the Philadelphia Water Department is about to reopen their intake on Monday uh, to maintain their water levels so equipment can continue to run. Uh, it will take probably about 24 to 48 hours before there's a chance for any of this stuff to get into people's uh, tap water. Now, that's according to a report by WHYY. Uh, now, WHYY is part of PBS and NPR. Um, the Coast Guard officials have told the public to stay away from the contamination site. They're currently doing cleanup efforts. Well, we see how well that's going out in Ohio, right? Now, the Delaware River is a drinking water source for 15 million residents. And this is the funny part about this advisory. They're telling everybody, if you live in like Northeast Philly, you're probably going to be impacted. If you're in West Philly, probably not going to be impacted. And then they don't put an advisory for anybody else. But 15 million people up and down Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Delaware get their water through the Delaware River. Now, the bottled water advisory is only applying right now to those that live east of the Schuylkill River. West Philly's not included. So (laughs) this, to me, is a little bit suspect. They're also saying Delaware doesn't need to worry, and they put this little tiny map up. Now, maybe it's a small little leak. Maybe there's not much that actually was put in. But if you're in Delaware like I am, if you're in New Jersey just on the other side of the Delaware River, I think you should be a little bit concerned about what officials are telling you versus what they should tell you. I, it sounds like everybody's just playing the safe. Now, why not tell everybody on Friday that there's been this bad spill? Because on Friday, what would end up happening is Saturday, everybody's going to go out shopping. Sunday, they're going to start spreading the shopping. The fear will start turning on. And by Monday, it's going to be total chaos. So instead, they kind of soft release this to everybody on Sunday as you're getting ready to go back to work. No, you got to go to your job tomorrow. So if you didn't get your water, we're going to try to calm you down, tell you everything is going to be okay. Now, I'm not trying to uh, tell you it's not. I'm just telling you that, obviously, this butyl butyl acrylate, uh, that's really bad news. Now, the CDC also says that this ethyl acrylate are really bad news, too. And we should know, just covered this stuff. Now, the company, 
uh, is reporting the CNN that they uh, have 8,100 gallons of the solution that has spilled into Otter Creek, which went into the Delaware River. Uh, it was a result of equipment failure. That's, that's what caused all of this. Early reports that I had seen told me uh, 12,000 gallons. So, and then the Pennsylvania Department of Environmental Protection is not even saying 8,100 gallons. They're just saying it's an unknown amount. And they have looked and said fish and wildlife so far have not been affected from what they have seen. Um, the spill uh, is no longer a threat from what they say to some of uh, the people that were in that immediate area. Uh, but now they're looking for the spread and uh, they're saying they're going to hold the parties accountable that caused all this. The Philadelphia water department provides 2 million people, 2 million with water, <laughs> big story. So if you get a phone call, <clears throat> Hey, you know what? The sun just sent off a solar flare. We might be without electricity within the next 24 to 48 hours. And we might not have electricity for a week to months. Are you prepared? Because let me tell you, the sun's going back in the solar maximum right now, which means that is a very real possibility. We have not had one of these events since 1859, the Carrington event. Now, the Carrington event took out all of the Western Union lines. All the telegraph wires just exploded. And here we are going into solar maximum. We have solar flares going on. We just had uh, the northern lights in southern parts of the United States just a few days ago. If this thing hits at the right time, during the right time of season, are you prepared? Because going to the stores, if there's no electricity, probably won't be an option. Do you have a way to purchase things in the future? Do you have a way to make sure that you can protect yourself? <laughs> See how many people believe in gun rights at that point in time. That's the truth. I hope I'm giving you something to think about. We're having a real problem here in this country. Everybody's in this mindset of government, please save me. The government's not going to save you. You need to take care of yourself. There's no one at government that's responsible for you. You're responsible for yourself. You need to remind your friends of this too. Those that are mooching off the backs of big government, make sure they know. In a crisis scenario, yeah, the government may or may not let you know exactly what's going on in that moment, but the reality of the facts are that you need to take control of your situation. So I hope this episode today helps you take control of your situation a little bit, helps put in perspective that when these crises come, things change rapidly, quickly. There is no time to get to a store. So please talk to your loved ones, talk to your significant other. Talk to your family, your friends. What is your game plan? How are you going to survive a crisis scenario? That's all I have for you today, folks. I'll be back tomorrow with another episode. I hope I've honored your time well. As always, if you want to learn more about this story, go on Twitter at RealGregBolden. You can go to my own website, www.americaemboldened.com, where you can check out all the different episodes and some exclusive content there. I hope you all have a great rest of your day and an even better week ahead. You've been listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden on the America Out Loud Network. Be bold, America. Mm -hmm.